Aftershock Central. What up? It's just Travis and I. That'll probably be the norm from here on out because Martin's taken his hiatus. And we haven't, we've been through some interview process, Travis, but we really haven't found somebody to replace Martin yet. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, uh, it's big shoes, you know? Yeah, who's, true. Yeah, who's going to step in? But you know what they say, big shoes, small hands, maybe? Is that what the saying yes. is? <laughs> you say that, yes. Okay, okay, okay. So we have a, a weekend episode that's jam-packed because we haven't recorded for a while because like our schedules didn't align i got married i had a small heart attack yada 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 you know normal life stuff right so we're gonna we're gonna knock out a whole bunch of stuff including um midnight vista from this past week yeah dude we're just gonna clean the docket and everything must go yep it's a fire sale (laughs) red light special if you will Oh, there's our title right off the bat. See, we didn't need Martin. Yeah, but but we need the bell. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll order that on Amazon right now. How about that? Yeah, sounds good, man. We gotta have that. We gotta have the bell. Yeah, or maybe like I don't know. I should get like the app on your phone that does the air horn. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like beep 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 beep. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be uh, copyright sued because maybe yeah. you know, even though he's not podcasting, maybe he'll. You know, listen to it and be like, all right, that's it. I'm suing you guys. So we're going to go Midnight Vista, Night's Temporal, Shoplifters Must Be Liquidated, You Are Obsolete, Bad Reception, and then Horde, the original graphic novel. Maybe not in that order, per se, but that's what we're going to cover. And since we haven't recorded in a while, Travis, there is some news. Oh, yes? Oh, yes. And right out the gate... I'm going to have to uh, put the E tag on this episode for this title. So <laughs> John Lehman, who has also wrote uh, Eleanor and the Egret for Aftershock, is coming back in February to write um, The Man Who Effed Up Time. And it seems like a whole bunch of, I mean, like the sample art that we got. Did you Were you able to see some of the sample art? Yeah, dude. Very intricate. Yeah. So we have, you know, a samurai. We have a stegosaurus. We have, like, a modern-day guy running for his life. We have Abe Lincoln in the background. So, and it looks like they're, like, in the Old West, even. So he really effed up time, it looks like, from this preview. Well, it sounds a little uh, timey-wimey, if you will. Yeah, if you will. I will. (laughs) Speaking of, did you see that Matt Smith's going to be at C2E2? Uh, I did not, know. All yeah. right. There you go. Well, I maybe I'm going to get a Fez. How about that? There you go. So, that's all the news that I have so far. So, But, you know, good news. There's always books coming out. There's always stuff wrapping up. More stuff in the works, so I'm told. So, let's, t- uh, let's jump in with Midnight Vista, we say. Hell yeah, man. All right. Midnight Vista number three. Elliot Rahal and Clara Meath. I know Martin's laughing as he's as he's <laughs> listening to this. And uh, Mark Englehart and Taylor Esposito. So what do you got? What do you got for me? 
Uh, all right. So, you know, basically the entire issue takes place uh, in uh, his mother Marisol's trailer. And, you know, they're like getting ready to go out on the run. Uh, but the cops manage to track them down pretty quickly once they identify her from uh, the surveillance footage. Uh, and then they're like hanging out for backup. Uh, you know, and like Oliver gets way through like a secret tunnel to the sewer. Um, and like at the end, you know, they, they take the mother into, uh, you know, custody. Uh, but it's the men in black who are questioning her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we don't really see how that happens, but I mean, it certainly suggests that, they're pulling some kind of like I don't know how explicitly they're working with the sheriff and and the police, you know. Right. right. And I, I love when they um to like sidebar from that like I love when she shows him like her room that she's been in the last fifteen years, but like everything's like outdated almost or not outdated but like off the grid stuff. You know what I mean? Like, she mm-hmm. has file cabinets in there, and even, like, the computer monitors are, like, CRT monitors, so, you know, they're at least 90s. So, it's like, she's really went off the grid then and, like, now. Well, I was wondering, like, how she managed to avoid detection, you know? Like, because uh-huh. they, they found her in the first place when she was, like, starting to do research and stuff. So, right, right. like... Did she, I don't know, did she go into the dark web after that? And, like, you know, it's they can't, they weren't looking for her there, you know? Like, the police department knew where she was. Right, right. But I guess, I don't know, like, she managed to, to not, like, you know, show up on the radar as far as alien uh, searches and stuff. You're right, yeah. And, like, even the, like, this is, I, I, this feels like this, like on the time when she's cutting his hair, you know, mm-hmm. um, like it, it's almost like they're the rebonding, you know, mother and son rebonding time. And then it breaks away like where they're on the spaceship and he's he's looking at and they're saying, you know, your mother would love this also. So that's kind of like bonding time there, too, you know, so I, I, I kind of like that parallel and that sequence there. And that happens right before they they invade the trailer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a, a like a moment to demonstrate that like they that he thought of her. Yeah. Right. While they were out there, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but like I said, I I loved how it was like the parallel between them rebonding after so many to- so many years or whatever, and then they had a bonding moment out there too, even though. You know, everything that's perceived wasn't like we know what really happened out there. But and then him reminding her that, you know, she wasn't forgot out there, too. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, I thought that that was uh, nice. Um, You know, interesting also because it points to this. I, I don't know. It suggests that they were doing stuff like as the years passed or whatever, it wasn't just being probed and whatever you know like right, get your yeah. head taken off like yeah. you know they were going around and and observing stuff 
and mm-hmm. you know Nomar is still out there I, I seemingly yeah assumingly yeah so we don't necessarily know why you know he's not here and uh, and Oliver is but you know he's he's getting hunted by these like weird alien men in black guys yep which we'll we'll call him agent r and agent t oh yeah (laughs) but yeah oh they're they actually have names don't they they're mike manning and michael manningson or whatever it was right yeah yeah and and that's how we how we leave off with this issue is he's buying a one-way trip to los angeles and his mom is captured by the men in black yeah, so uh, we you know we'll see where where it goes when it gets to L.A. to this yeah. like UFO priests mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can only get weirder from there, right? And weirder in a fun way. Yeah. So you got any final thoughts on this, or you want to rate her up? Oh, uh, yeah. I guess just final thought. Like I was struck by this scene, kind of like. When she's got like a uh, like a whole big closet full of clothes of every size, because she's like he's been gone for a decade, you know. Like, she, how would you know how big this person would be? Right. But yeah. but she, you know, after all that time, she never like gave up. Yeah. And how how crazy that is, you know? Yeah. yeah. How- like, I, if if that happened to anybody else, right? Like, <laughs> wouldn't everybody in your life be like, they're not coming back? <laughs> ah, yeah, everybody else would, I think. But I, as crazy as that part is, I think it's kind of realistic as well. You know, because I'm sure that there's other people out there of like missing kids or missing spouses or you know whatever who hasn't touched the room that they were in because of insert excuse here, you know. And then and and then for her, it fits her mo because she's like the prepper right mm-hmm. it's like the doomsday prepper like he's coming back and so yeah i see it i think i think that was a cool cool thing that she never lost hope and i think that's like, like i said like a realistic side of it because i think if like one of my kids for example came up missing or whatever and nobody was found or you know whatever and everybody else was ruling maybe the obvious but i would like to think that i wouldn't give up hope either until it was a full closure. Yeah, I mean, I I don't assume to know, but I it seems like I, there might be an argument for some to like. No, yeah. You know, like start the healing process and yeah. be like, it's oh, yeah. a, you know, yeah, like they're they're gone. But um, I mean, obviously, I think in this sense, it's kind of maybe a metaphor, mm-hmm. like for you know this obsession with you know the ufo research you know right yep Agreed. like it's part and parcel because like the two are connected for her Mm -hmm. you know and it like seems to dominate her life you know yeah uh and like i have a a friend who had a, a ufo experience and like it became a a huge thing for him you know like reading book after book after book Right, like an obsession type thing, like can't yeah. get get enough knowledge about it or want to, wanting to learn more about it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so it's like in this sense wrapped up with like trying to get her son back. Right. You know. Yeah. 
Well, give me a rating, sir. Uh, you know, I'll go five out of five. Why not? Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like I said, there's like lots of detail that we that we didn't get into, but like I thought it transitioned really good, and I like how she kept the all of the scrapbook type stuff, and even um in that room that I was talking about, like on her thing on the wall, like it it had hybrid hybrid agenda and then like star child and then roswell and i mean that was a lot of the stuff that we could see you know so i thought that was really cool yeah i saw that <clears throat> so i'm going five out of five with you nice so where off to you... a good start yep off to a good start let's see where you want to go from here you we're pick doing it. nights right oh you want to do nights okay we can do nights nights temporal by cullen bond and Fran Galan and Dave Sharp. Dave. This, this is uh, issue number four. Sorry, I don't think I said that, but you're forgiven. Yeah, this time, this time. So, what, what did you think about this one? Uh, I mean, top line, I think is like it's starting to get explicit that you know Jane seems to be like the villain in the story. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Like, it's kind of a slow motion twist where, like, you know, other version of August comes in and is like, actually, you know, like, she's the liar, you know, and he says he killed her. Right. So whether that's timey-wimey or there's multiple versions of her, too, uh, you know, yeah. put a pin. I'm not sure what what that portends yeah uh but like like she's lying you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but and and that made me wonder if like every version had this hard a time in not killing her does that make sense like that Mm -hmm. version of her like were they lovers and then you know she pulled the old like uh gamora type thing where you know she just like double crossed him every time or was there a tragic like ending to one of them like this one seems like it's different like he doesn't want to kill her because of whatever even though he knows that she's going to end up betraying him you know it seems like there's that that force or that different play on it and then plus i i loved how this one started off in the in the mobster era oh yeah yeah because i like really, uh, that's my jam like picard on the holodeck yeah yeah exactly all right but yeah uh, there's a couple things like when um when the we'll say the past version or future version i guess it's the future version of august right like pulls out the water sword and he goes to behead the current version or modern version that's gonna get confusing isn't it um and he goes to behead him and the sword disappears before that happens. Well, it's kind of like passing between them yeah. for a while, right? And goes yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, it's it's very difficult trying to grasp, like, you know, the idea of like a single thing that's passing through time and like when that is happening in uh-huh. quotation mark. You know, like, yeah, like this one thing that's traveling through time. You know, uh, like. I don't know. I don't want to. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. want to think about that too hard. That's, yeah, right. Yeah, that, that that's a headache almost. Yeah, I mean, like, but you know, I was struck that they, 
you know, August and this is like, you know, the uh, whatever, the Masters, they never mentioned you, you know? Right. Um, and, like, it seems like they kind of point to this idea that, like, maybe, like, he and Gaspard are, like, similarly going through the same thing. Like, they're both, like, manipulated by Jane for some purpose, you know? I, I'm not fully clear on the dynamics of whether there's multiple versions of her and, you know, or whether it's just, like, one that, that goes throughout time. Yeah. Well, and that's why I assume there was multiple versions of her. But, I mean, there might not be. Just because, like, um, the future August says that she betrays him all the time or whatever. So, yeah, see? All of a sudden, here comes the sirens. It's popping off. I apologize. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, also, I think Carrie might have a bigger role than what we're giving her credit for at this moment, too. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I just... Because she's trying to wrap her her head around it as much as we are, kind of. And so I feel like we're her in the book. I'm like, is he a clone? Is he multiverse? You know, type of thing. And, and that's when they make fun of her for being like a clone please that's so yesterday type stuff yeah i mean she's like a pov character yeah and right. yeah but you know uh like jane seems to be the villain so yeah right so like i don't know we, we can't necessarily assume too much about her motivations right you know? correct you're trying to like throw somebody off the scent or something yeah is it wrong place wrong time or right place right time however you want to look at it for carrie i think yeah uh final thoughts on this one buddy uh okay final thoughts is like i guess just generally speaking about like the crystals right uh-huh you know like there's a scene where Gaspar is like talking to the crystals and uh you know it seems to imply that it, like that they are like a higher power you know like that they are i, I don't know Maybe yeah. like God in a sense, or yeah. is he, you know, like, so what's going on there? And also like the cliffhanger, they built in this idea that it's like, oh no, getting all the versions of August in the same place is what Gaspard wants, uh-huh. you know, but I don't know, isn't he not the villain, you know, like right. something we'll see in the next issue. I'm sure on page one, what, what they're setting up there, but yeah. And we and when we see like so many of the past or other um, August, it like makes me want to read their story too, on some. Yeah, of them. you could. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, so which what what are you rating this one up as? Uh, I will go four point five out of five. All right. You know, I'm gonna keep my streak because I liked how this one uh, really interwove a lot of questions and brought new questions in and the art's great in it. So I'm going five out of five on that. And final thought for me is it's Colin's birthday. So happy birthday to him today as we record. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Happy birthday. So there you go. Birthday present from me. Five out of five. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. I feel like a jerk. (laughs) No. All right. 
where are we going from there, sir? Uh, where are we going? Um, you want to do bad reception? Bad reception number three it is. And this one's easy, so Martin can't make fun of me for it. Bad reception number three by Wando. By Wando. And more Wando. He lettered, too? Uh, yep. Creator, writer, artist, and letterer. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. Wando times three. Threat. Yep. The trifecta. So, of course, this issue is like, man, I know I've said this before when we've talked about maybe issue one or two, but like this is the adult version of Clue. Yeah. And it's so, so good. Yeah, it's a murder mystery. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and it's got Wando art in it. So the only thing, like, I didn't want, uh, what's his name? The Australian guy? The fighter? Yeah. Like, he got cut down. Like, mm-hmm. like this, <laughs> honestly, I don't know, maybe I'm dating myself on how old I am, but, like, this episode, or this issue, reminded me of The Running Man. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, have you seen The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I have. I, I'm I'm blanking on it. Okay. So, just because of, like, the death scenes in it. Like, um, mm. you know, Arnold goes into this live reality game show for death or whatever. And um, there's a character in there called Buzzsaw. And, like, Arnold always has his <laughs> one-liners, you know. And then there's that, and then, of course, the the gluttony guy gets roasted over the fire like a pig, but the champion, like, they zip line right into the buzzsaw. Or -hmm. she does anyways, right? She gets cut in half. Yes. And he, like, goes down to face off against... Yeah. I I guess the killer? Yeah. Right. We'll assume the killer. Yeah. I mean, but he's, like, you know, he's, like, a champion UFC fighter. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's even with a weapon or whatever, it's like not easy to overcome that. Right. And we get um, everybody thinks that their phones are in the safe and they're not in the safe. And, and, yes. the, and the agent dies, too. Right. In this issue. The, the agent does. Oh, no. She kills and frames. Yeah. 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 OK. So with the agent. Right. Yep. Like, I feel like they. They introduced this idea, right, that um, the the bride, mm-hmm. uh, like, she's got, like, a stock or something, you know? Right. God, what's her? Gaia. Gaia. Like, Gaia, yeah. like, it's like Gaia Incorporated. Right. And there's, so, like, something about, like, once she hits a billion followers, there's some kind of, like, magic payout or something. Mm-hmm. So, contract. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, like, I think that there's an idea maybe that, like, I don't know that that's behind the killings per se, mm-hmm. but clearly, like, that murder was in the interest of, like, covering up trying to to juice her to a billion followers. Correct, yeah. Because we learned that, uh, or maybe we learned last issue, that the killer keeps leaving the hashtag symbol. Yes. Or... or for us old folks, it's the pound sign. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I I was trying to to figure out what that was about, right? Yeah. Uh, and like my take is that it's an effort maybe to make it viral. Yeah. Like I mean, you know? that's the connection, like, right? 
right? Like you take a picture of it and then, I don't know, like you post it, I guess, to social media and you use like social media to spread this like copycat, like, like hunt for like people by followers. Well, I, I don't know if it's so much that as well, my take on it was like the, this whole concept has been about no social media, right? On this Island. And even though everybody on the Island is basically a huge, has a huge following in social media, particularly whatever the version of Twitter is, right? And so what do you do on Twitter? You hashtag things. So like this would be like the calling card of him killing somebody or the killer killing somebody and then putting like hashtag dead or whatever. And I'm not talking about the new term for dead, you know, that all the kids use. Yeah. But Okay. But I like I just had a thought, which mm-hmm. is that, you know, like not everybody that is there actually is uh, on social media. They were the at ones, one time, though. They were, but the ones that aren't on social media are being spared. Like, they're not being targeted. Yeah, they're the so, ones last in line, right? Or is that's what the husband um, deducted when they yeah. were there, right? Yeah. I mean, like, my point is that it seems to me like... Like my my theory, working theory, is that it's him, and that like this is all an effort to get this thing onto social media, where like social media, like the big social media users, like will be targeted, and people who quit social media will be spared. So you effectively are trying to shut down Twitter by like it's like oh you you don't want to be killed, just quit Twitter. And you'll be good. Right. Yeah. Not be. Yeah. I'm with you. And and it also. See. I, so you think it's the husband at this point? Is that what you're saying? Okay. I like. Like that. Like Vegas odds are he's the favorite now. Like I think that's a little obvious. Yeah. Especially since like we get his the page of his book. Right. Which is also the symbol hashtag. And then it's called hashtag off the grid. How to unplug from social media and connect with your primal self. So your primal self is basically going around killing everybody right now. So I think that too, and also with the hashtag being the calling card, right, of the killer, I think it makes him almost too obvious of a selection. It is very obvious. Okay, the other the other thing that I was going to drop is mm-hmm. that they, they keep talking about Maurizio, who's like an employee or something and he is supposedly going to get a rapper for the the festivities uh-huh. but like what if it was him right well I, i'm gonna give you my theory right now all right you know the lady who was on twitter and then it and then it killed her whatever and then so she deleted it yeah khaleesi or whatever yeah i think it's her and i think it's her over jealousy of how popular everybody else is Mm. and she's using the husband's book and this optune time to um to put her plan into action to set him up i don't know that's just my theory i mean i i can i can subscribe from the like perspective of like the dark horse like she's i think she's like 
not one of the main suspects, you right. know? Yeah. Now, so, now, I don't... Yeah. I think she's the mastermind. I don't think she's the monster or the killer that's actually killing people. Yeah, like, she's not killing UFC, dude. Right, right, yeah. Uh, so, like, yeah, I think she's the mastermind behind everything. But, so, maybe the guy that's getting the rapper is the killer, and she's the mastermind behind it? That way we're both right? Yeah, I mean, we don't have to be right. But no, no, I don't, we don't have to be right at all. That's the thing, man. It's who done it. Yeah. And every issue, there's less people. Uh huh. Presumably, the odds go up. Yep. All right. Final take on that. Give me your final take on bad reception. Final take. Uh, yeah. Wando art. Wando everything, right? Wando everything. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. What's you? You rate it. Uh, you first. I, so far it's a trifecta for me too like wando you know what i mean <laughs> straight five out of five i sense a pattern <laughs> no the, there is a pattern so far so what about you yeah. what you got uh all right all right let me think okay uh i i'll go four out of five. Oh, i sense a pattern with you too we're going downhill from here on <laughs> out all right cool no, where no, there's no pattern. We'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I know, I know. Now, for the listener at home, this has not been predetermined. <laughs> so, uh, where you want to go next? Shoplifters or you are obsolete? Well, I think you are obsolete is a good transition. Like transition. Okay. Uh, and you are obsolete number two by Matthew Klickstein and um. Evangeni Bornikoff. Wow, I amazed myself on that one. Yeah. I might be wrong, but you know. And Lauren Offey and Simon it. Boland. <laughs> Maybe I cha- channeled my inner Martin on that. I don't know. I'm proud of you, Ronnie. So this is uh, You Are Obsolete number two. Uh, this one, I think it kind of it, it really picked up the Children of the Corn creepy kid vibe still. <laughs> really good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. It's like, definitely seems like a Children of the Corn. Like, kind of, do you get the sense that it's really, like, this one girl that is the kind of motivating force? and Yeah, the, Martina. Yeah, like, the yeah. bulk of the kids maybe don't necessarily, like, have, like, powers per se. Well, and yes, and, like, I mean, most of them are cre- creepily blonde-headed, and she's not. I mean, I think there's a redhead in there, too, because, you know, you gingers. But, like, she's obviously a little bit older than the other ones, too, by by looking. Anyways, I don't know if that's to be true or not. But, yeah, I would say that out of the children, she is definitely the ringleader because she's the only one that actually speaks, and everybody else just texts, too. Yes. Like, so that's what I, why I... Would you agree that, like, a pretty big meta, like, theme for this book is this idea of just, like, a generation that that is all all about the, like, screen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about these kids just being on their devices and such. Yep, yep. Kind of like, uh, like bad reception style, even. Like, yeah. Social media makes the world go round. Well, right now, like screen time and devices make this t- creepy town go around 
you know, because we even saw the barmaid. She met her end, which we kind of knew from issue one that mm-hmm. she would because she spoke out about the children. Yes, but they also said that, like, she was basically, like, scheduled for destruction in about two weeks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that kind of feels like kind of a Logan's run type. Mm-hmm like premise yeah. where you know they're just enforcing this expiration date yeah like and that's why you've got this gigantic cemetery yeah like little fresh graves yeah and like, like how long can the normal human mind last in this creepy town and like a, two weeks or you know give or take mm-hmm. but the weird thing now the kids are extremely weird the everybody in the town with their creepy smiles weird right but the weirdest thing to me is like these kids not aging because because like this is we learned in the first issue that this town's been going on and on and on right so it's not like it's just a year or two old that they've overtook the town unless i'm misunderstanding yeah i mean it's hard to say you know but i mean you know, if it, if it is Children of the Corn-esque, then, you know, maybe they're not growing up. You know what I mean? So Yeah. I mean, I think it's very possible that it's just this, like, one girl sh- shows up and has powers and stuff and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, like, now has just all the uh, the kids in town behind her, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I To me, it also reminds me of... Uh, like I believe there is a Twilight Zone mm-hmm. that you know that it, like basically the premise is there's this child in town that has these like reality warping powers. Yep. Yep. And yeah, so like basically can turn you into whatever you know can do change reality, change you into stuff, and everybody is super afraid of <laughs> pissing that child off. Right. You know, because that's when you're going to feel the wrath. So, you know, everybody lives in fear, the adults especially. Yep. So I feel like that's a component of this story, too. Totally agree. And and, and it's like uh, the mom. We see the mom, right? Her baby starts to cry. And, like, she's hurrying up and getting the tablet out just to shut the baby up, right? Yeah. And, but, so... And they say that it's kind of like an addiction to, or she says it's kind of like an addiction to the screen or to their devices or whatever, right? But she also meets the the one guy who seems like he doesn't care about what the kids or children are thinking. Like he's he's out of bounds to them. The one that we wake up with or we start the issue with that she slept with. Yeah. <clears throat> so... I don't know how, like, or I don't even know if he is, like, staying under the radar. Because, obviously, like we saw when she was meeting with the children, that that they had the, um, they tapped her phone, they tapped, you know, they have surveillance on her and the whole nine yards. So, like, how is he, is he as good as we think he is? Or is he somebody working for the kids and playing normal? Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say. Like, he does, like, I noticed the idea he's trying to sell, which is that, like, you know, the the power that they have is what you give to them, Uh you know, 
but you know whether he's right or not you know certainly if he's in leagues then that complicates things significantly right, right. So, and, and but, that's and that's all because like if they have her bugged or and video surveillance and text messages and the whole nine yards like i said before then like he has to be there too because he's the only other adult that's acted halfway normal everybody else has had the fake smile on their face and you know all that so either he has a role like he was brought there for something that we don't know about yet or like he just doesn't give two f's you know and if that's the case, then he's going to end up like the barmaid or everybody else in that cemetery. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the rub. So either <laughs> he ends up dead <laughs> or he turns out to be a traitor. Final thoughts, my brother. Ooh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I think I'm all right. You're good? Yeah. All right. You want me to go with the rating first again? Uh no, I will go first. All right, and I will give it a four point five out of five. And you know what? You broke your pattern, and I think I'm breaking mine too because I'm right there with you on this one. It's yeah. Like, see. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't Oprah. Like everybody doesn't get fives on here. You get a five. <laughs> you get a five. That's called integrity. I know. I know. But I have always been the dark horse on this show because there have been issues of comic books that I have not liked before. So that shouldn't be a shocker to anybody listening. You but, gotta be real. But a four out of five out of five, bro? Come on. That's not that bad. No, it is not that bad. All right. And we'll go straight to Shoplifters Will Be Liquidated, number two, by Patrick Kinlan and Stefano Simeon? Yeah. <laughs> and then, so sexy. Yeah. And so this one's entitled The Primitive Man. And so, man, it's like these books came out, and w- with the exception of like Midnight Vista and Knights Templarial, like these have been like all about social media and devices and things. Uh, ish, yeah. Ish, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. There's definitely elements of that. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like the ahead. PR mm-hmm. element of this, right, is kind of like, and they succeed, right, in in covering everything up. You know, yeah. like they kill everybody's phones, give them new phones, and you know, the boss, <laughs> like, you know, survives, and they're walking him through. You know, whatever it is like, I feel like his his knee jerk reaction is like, oh, did she call? You know, like, no, no, (laughs) nobody called. Yeah. No, maybe in part because we covered it up. Nobody knows that you tried to shoot yourself. (laughs) Yeah. So whoever you tried to do that for is not going to call. Yeah. And this is like the. Man, it, it it it's cool, as in it shows like the world that he's not used to as well, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, it's more primitive down there than what it was up top, even, right? Or am I misunderstanding it? Oh, word, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, okay. and there's there's tribes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, so you got these rancher guys and. Yeah. 
they're still ostensibly capitalists, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. they're, they're, they're still trying to like talking about money and stuff. Like they're, they're ranching cattle. Yeah. And then you got the primitives, which are, you know, this kind of, you know, communal, you know, like free love, you know, thing. Like I, I was, I enjoyed that. I feel like they paint them with a brush that makes them look kind of silly, you know, like, like cartoonish in a way. Yeah. And like in the same way that the people that worship this like mega capitalist chain are a cartoon, like the flip side of that, mm-hmm. where they're living in a cave and <laughs> like doing art and stuff, you know, and living communally. Like also like, I, I don't know, whatever floats your boat, I guess. But like, I, I thought that it was presented in a way that was also like somewhat silly. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, with this book, you can't really take it all too serious, right? Yeah. It's satire. Yeah. Uh, you have any, like, I, I thought it progressed the story along really good. So, I mean, I don't, with us explaining it, I don't know if it, if people understand the satire without reading it. You know what I mean? It's hard to describe what's going on for me. Yeah. Well, sense? I mean, it's, it's kind of like a fish out of water thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you've got this guy that it's, I mean, it's like, you know, Finn from like Star Wars, you know, like right. you take a former star, like Stormtrooper and you drop it. A thing is like this, you know, they're the bad guys, you know, check, right. check this out, you know, but he's not reacting well, clearly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah, he's still, he's still like trying to protect the system at any cost. Yeah. And, and, and the funniest part is like when he's when he's like sneaking around watching the the tribe and we'll say like the seventies hippie tribe kind of like dance around half naked you know mm-hmm. and, and you can see like it's eating him up almost and then he like just goes crazy and and you know throws the barrel into the fire and the whole nine yards like I I love that scene just because I can see it play out in like a movie. Almost. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like some people aren't ready to be free. Uh-huh. I think that's... There's a little bit of that there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, just throwing out there that, like, you got these guys that are tracking him. Yeah. To, like, cut him into pieces and <laughs> yeah. re-engineer him. Yeah. Reverse engineer. So, I mean, that's going somewhere. Yeah. Loving it. Yeah. Final thoughts on this before we read it up. Raider, dude. Uh, I'm going a straight four out of five on this one, my man. Mm-hmm. It was good, and I love it. I I just want more of it to give me more uh, of what I think is there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's still pretty early though, right? Yeah, right. I mean it's only issue two, so so hopefully we got at least two more, if not three, before the arc's over. Yeah. So I I think we'll get there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I'll go four and a half out of five. Sounds like a plan. And we've made it to the end, our last one. And it's a, a OGN. And for you non-kids out there, that's original graphic novels. <laughs> and I believe this is the what the third or the fourth? Third one in the series? Because we had Witch Hammer. We had uh, Deep Blue or Dark Blue. What was that one? The Garth Ennis War one, right? Uh, 
uh, yes, out of the blue or blue something in the blue. Yes, the World War Two one from Garth Ennis, and then um, we also had the one from the Replacer. Yes, uh, from Zach yeah. and Lonnie, right? Or maybe yeah. just Zach. I don't remember. And so this, yeah, this would be the fourth one, and it's from Marguerite Bennett, Layla Lees, and Guy Major with Marshall Dillon doing the lettering. So, uh, oh, before we get into this book, how has your overall reaction been to the OG ends? Like, overall? Uh, yeah, I, I've got no complaints. I think they've been great. Uh, uh, like, idea-wise? You think it's a good idea? Like, just give me the whole arc right out of the gate? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I think it's, you know, I understand maybe wanting to experiment with the medium, you know? Yeah. Cause like, it's just... Because it's it's not the length of any, you know, like, you know, most of the trades that, that Aftershock will eventually release, you know? Right, right. Like, it's it? kind of closer to, like, three issues a pop, right? Yeah. So you this know? is this is their take on like binge reading, basically. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, it's just like a little a little bit of a, a larger nugget there, you know. Right, because out of the OGNs that they did, the Garth Ennis one is the only one that has a volume two so far. Yeah, I mean, I think that was conceived as a like a two part. Well, right, part. right, but like any of them could have been more multiple parts, right? Mm-hmm. And like this one. This one is no different. It it leaves us w- with it could be more. Mhm. So uh, so we'll get to the nuts and bolts of it then. And this is pretty much um, like a a story growing up ish, I guess, about not falling into patterns of I don't know. I mean, give me something. I'm struggling here. Give me give me something. All right, no worries, man. Okay, so like, kind of in terms of the the general landscape, you know, it's this like the broad strokes are this, you know, daughter got taken away from her mother, but like parents split up because basically, like all indications are the mother is a hoarder, right? And such a kind of obsessed unstable hoarder that like if if she you know the kid damaged an object she would like physically attack the kid you know mm-hmm. it, like it wasn't a safe environment for a kid to be in right. you know right like because you know this mother like you know a was super super attached to these like physical objects because they are like connected to memories and you know whatever like life experiences whatever I don't know some of them seems like like it's a sliding scale about how important the objects were mm-hmm. uh, but like there was a calculation which was that like okay you care more about these than your daughter so you can that'll be it you know and you know, her husband's or ex-husband's like paid her expenses for decades mm-hmm. till he passed away. And now the daughter is has to help the mother clean up or whatever. But it's right. really like an avenue for her to stick it to her mother. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like 
like give her shit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just like, I mean, basically the hoarder part destroyed their marriage, anyways, right? Yes, as it would, but it was really. I feel like there was an incident where she hurt the kid, and it was like, okay, well that's that's it, you know. But she did because of her hoarding tendencies, though. Like, yes. Like she she valued her junk more than she did her own kid basically and then he was like you know what f this i'm out type thing and so yeah yeah but but also you know like that's kind of step one in the story and then you get further in and you introduce this idea that like you know it's kind of largely the story of like grudges you know right yeah basically like you go into like the astral plane of the mother or something and like every person or pet or whatever that she's ever known or whatever like mm-hmm. she hangs on to them yeah right you know and like she, she even had like her like a kid in there right like a yeah uh a baby i guess maybe one that yeah. didn't make it or whatever yeah so that's that's creepy in itself but yeah. yeah i mean it's like she can't let anything go you know yeah and that like that includes i you know i guess grievances against people you know right and, like, the daughter clearly has a grudge against the mother, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And so this is largely a story about kind of, like, yeah, you, like, you're not wrong, you know? She's, like, a piece of trash. Right. But, like, you know, y- you, you know, your grudge, like, isn't hurting her. You, you know, it's, like, it's hurting you, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like eating the daughter up more than it is eating the mom, because like, she's like one of those people who, who is attached to her stuff, but it's not like she has feelings, like for other humans, basically. Right? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, I, it's difficult to like to get a read of like what her social life is like. You know, well, like, uh, like it like, seems like she puts on a good front or something. Yeah, for her for social status part, but I think like she just uses people to get what she wants. Like her ex-husband, for example, right? Like don't, she didn't care that he died, she just cared that she kept the house and kept whatever coming in. You know what I mean? Mhm. Like she just kept her status. She didn't care about him or anything. She just wanted to make sure that her meal ticket was still taken care of and she kept her status and perception for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that, I think that was my take on it. I mean, I think it's like a big picture thing. Like, it's about like she she's trying to keep it all, all of it, you know, right? Like all her possessions and like all of her like people in her life, etc. You know, yeah. her grudges yeah. and her loves. Like she's keeping it all, you right. know. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I think we do have to maybe acknowledge that uh you know there she is a a slightly sympathetic character you know like they they take a moment to show you like her personal history and she has like trauma in her life you know yeah so it's not coming from nowhere yeah right yeah i'm with you on that i don't <laughs> even though they show us that i still don't have her as a sympathetic character though you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that isn't enough to make me be like okay so all the assholeish things that she's done or is doing gets her a pass for now 
You know what I mean? Or a pass for this, but not that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah. Trying to say that like, no, it's, not, it's yeah. not black and white. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, like, and she she's obviously portrayed as a horrible, horrible person, you right. know? Right. But there's an idea about, like, I don't know, you know, knowing that that horrible things happen to somebody who did horrible things. Like, right. it doesn't excuse it, but right. it just, like... It, it adds to the tragedy. Yes. It it adds to the layers upon layers. Like you said, it's not black and white. There's gray areas. And, and, and I love to play on the word horde too, right? Mm-hmm. So that was pretty good. You want to give me some final thoughts on this bad boy? Uh, yeah, final thoughts. I, I, I think we covered it. All right. Uh, nailed it. Nailed it. Um, you want to rate it? You want me to rate it? I'll rate it. I'll right. go four out of five. Wow. I'm going to go... I'm going to flip it and go full circle, and I'm going to go five out of five on this one as well. All right. Like Excellent. All OGNs that have been out so far have been awesome, I think. And a big... And a variety of things, too. Right? Like, we haven't just been stuck in one genre. So, that's pretty awesome, too. Yeah, I wish I, mean, I had Insider Source to say what the next OGN is but I don't so yeah yeah let us let us break the news yeah so there's your super mega show that we like it was the fire sale we got everything done like get it out of here uh you got anything to add before we sign off no I just uh thanks for hanging in there guys yeah well we'll uh we'll keep turning tomorrow Maybe yep. a little on the on the regs. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how many you know applications we get for co-hosts again. You know, maybe we'll, we'll go full Voltron sometime. Maybe not. Who knows? Either yeah, way, where would people apply? They would go to AfterShock Pod on Twitter. How yes. about that? And or they could DM you, which your Twitter is the Great Magnet, right? Yes. And I am Rombar3. They could DM either one of us or the show or whatever. Yes. And tell us why you would be a good host. Yeah. Let's do it. Hashtag search for the co- new co-host begins now. <laughs> See you guys That's next time. Catchy hashtag. Yeah. I had to throw it in there. Yeah. Shock the world. <laughs> <laughs>